some technical problems out the way. We're ready to start another exciting episode of Under the Dome. I'm your host, Alan Ulrich, with uh, my partner. You, you pretty much settled in there now, Sean? You, you're, in the, you're in the cockpit? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm kind of in the tip. Uh, <laughs> you guys are with us. We're having some uh, uh, in, a, in the picture. We're having technical issues. Uh, in a more uh, exact explanation, I'm having to go with some backup uh, equipment because of some issues that we're having. But uh, bear with us; we're going to get through it. Um, first and foremost, we need to make an announcement. For the first time since July 20th of last year, uh, we are going to announce that one week from tonight we will not be doing an under the dump broadcast as it will be the fourth of july Ellen and i are going to spend some time with our families um and it's going to be weird being tuesday i'm sure that it's something tuesday i can jump up and go oh my god i haven't done this i haven't done this uh oh but uh spend some time with our families and take a week off and we hope that all of you take the opportunity to uh to spend some time with your families and have that uh that personal time that is so very important uh i want to thank the fan first productions for being a sponsor um let me see what else we got. We want to invite everyone to go to iTunes and to YouTube and subscribe <clears throat> to our channels. Uh, last I looked, Alan, we are at, on YouTube anyway. We are at 111 subscribers, so we're we're uh, we're like Jeffersons. We're moving. <laughs> yeah, it's growing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and we thank and every last one of you guys for uh for playing. um love it and uh we hope that we get to be in some small way a part of your new orleans experience uh, we thank you guys for uh investing your belief and your your time in us uh, that means something to us, and we hope that we honor that by being trustworthy and dependable. Uh, boy, that was a mouthful. <laughs> uh, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come um, to the, you know, this is such a solemn and quiet part of the year, but um, in terms of the New Orleans Saints defense, possibly the story of the year developed yesterday when um, Nick Fairley defensive tackle as a free agent a year ago made such a drastic impact uh, going into the offseason I had 
signing Nick Fairley as priority number one. It was announced uh, after much uh, deliberation, uh, and, and to my knowledge, maybe three different doctors uh, interjected into the mix. Um, it was it was announced that Nick Fairley had been added to the injured reserve non-football injury list, which uh, effectively means that he'll be missing the entire 2017 season. Uh, what do you think, Al? Well, you know, um, we've been talking about this. And, you know, one of the funny things, uh, one of the funny things we were ta- you mentioned right before this began was how uh, you went in a dead part of the, the off season when for six weeks or now five weeks, there's not a whole lot going to go on. Saints-wise, and yet every week there's a new story coming out. Yeah, where, where we uh, where we have something else we have to worry about. Um, you know, Nick Fairley, Nick Fairley went and saw uh, the doctor, and <laughs> one of the. <laughs> One of the questions that was on Facebook was, what did the third doctor have to say about Nick Fairley? And I said, well, he reversed the polarity of the neutron flow, but uh, otherwise he thinks he's fine. Uh, I jokingly made that reference to all my Whovians, Doctor Who fans. I'm a classic Doctor Who fan. Um, and the third doctor, of course, was John Pertwee. But anyway, um, it is a blow. And... I uh, let, let's just let's just cut to the chase here. The, the thing with the thing with um, with family, people seem to have forgotten in all the panic and depressions going on. Because I got two things to say about him. Uh, with all the panic and depression and the whole sky is falling thing, they seem to forget that last year we drafted a guy to play the three technique in Sheldon Rankin's. And we drafted him very highly, okay? Fairley was not supposed to be a starter. Rankins breaks his leg, and Fairley comes in and actually plays very well. And he was a player that is traditionally underachieved. And the only time he ever looked like the Fairley that people thought they were getting from Auburn prior to last year was in a rotation role with the St. Louis Rams, now Los Angeles Rams. So here's the thing. Rankins is going to be a starter. Rankins is going to play that three technique. You can have Tyler Davidson on one side, you have Rankins on the other. You have Cam Jordan, and you also have Alex Okafor. Okay, that's going to be a starting four. This is where the loss of Rankins, uh, loss of fairly hurts, because the plan was that on third down, or obvious passing situations, the Saints were going to take Davidson out and put Fairley in and have Rankins and Fairley as your pass rushers inside with whomever is going to play on the opposite side of Cam Jordan, whether that be Kahaka, you know, uh, Okafor, 
they might even put a linebacker there like um, uh, Ellerby, you know, whatever the plan or package you were going to put together for that. So that's where we're going to really miss fairly. We're going to miss him on the pass rushing downs because he was most effective as a pass rusher, not as a run defender. Okay. Rankins can do both. He can rush and he can pass. Uh, he can uh, play the run. He's better at both. The problem we have is he missed the first eight weeks of the season, and then it took him two or three weeks to really start getting into his groove. So we didn't see a sheltered Rankins that we thought we drafted until week 12, week 13, week 14, when the season's just about over. Um, so that's where I think the justifiable panic is, that you don't know what you're going to get out of this guy. But safe to say, barring any other injuries to defensive tackle, we're going to be okay, but we need to find somebody who can fill in as a pass rusher and rotational defensive end. Now, is that going to be David Onyemata? That rotated last year. That was that's a possibility. That was going to be my question to you. At least my book on Onyemata was coming in. He had uh, how do I say this without coming off crass? The the book on Onyemata was he had all brute strength in the world. As far as technique, he was very, very lacking because, uh, quite honestly, with all due respect, he had had basically no coaching up to uh, being drafted. Well, he's, he only played organized football. He's only played organized football for, what, one year, two years? He hasn't really played a lot of organized football. He's got raw uh, skills. I, I guess what my question to you is, Having gone through the season last year, when gone through the off season this year, mm-hmm. uh, with a new defensive line coach, is Anya Mata going to be in a position to be able to step up and be that rotational, uh, situational option? And need from him, need him to be now. We're going to have to see. I mean. Here's the other thing. You know how Sean Payton has idolized the uh, Seattle defense? Well, part of when Seattle was at its best, part of the strength of the Seattle Seahawks defense was eight. they were eight deep on the defensive line. They could rotate their entire defensive line in and out. Okay? With the loss of Fairley and Rankins having to play more snaps – than probably what you really wanted him to play because you only have Onyemata really to rotate with him now. It's that third and fourth quarter, late in the third, early in the fourth quarter, where you really want to get a good pass rush that you're going to be missing fairly because he's not going to be playing that, oh, this is going to sound like a low snap count, but tw- uh 15 to 20 snaps a game. He's not going to be doing that, you know, so someone else is going to have to do this. Now, there are options. There was an article today I saw. There are options the Saints can do. Um, 
you know, you can see them. I don't know if they're going to make a trade. I think, you know, there's a couple of free agents that are still out there. There may be a couple of cuts during camp that are still out there, you know, to be made. I saw one was a possibility of a, a, a Cleveland Browns defensive lineman. Uh, another one was a, a 